With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, welcome in. It's hour two of the program. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason off tonight. Pleased to have Rich Hornberger, our teammate, here with us. If nothing else, he will block for me as I go through crowds going forward. He's a mountain of a man. Former NFL lineman, a Penn Stater, uh, my good friend, at Ornberger, where you find him on Twitter. Buddy, it's good to have you in. Welcome to the uh, to the late night crowd. Yeah, dude. The, the, it, what's amazing about working this 
shift after doing a morning. So just to bring people behind the velvet ropes of the very alluring and fashionable life that is uh, Rich Ornberger, I'll wake up at, you know, some part of 345 in the morning to get hacking away on a a rundown, uh, you know, a bevy of topics to dive into between 6 and 9 a.m. on the radio in San Diego. And I thought you just wind Hartman up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. There are many days where the run rundown is just a mere suggestion. You know, like we, we, it's, <laughs> I have less, thoughts. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to talk about what I want. My Heisman vote. Less of a roadmap and more of a suggestion. You know, we're just, Steve, gonna... it's April. I have my Heisman vote. <laughs> we need to break down all the Heisman candidates for 2022. Here we go. Let's start from number 30. <laughs> so 345 a.m. 3.45 a.m. is when I got up this morning, uh, crammed in three hours of electric radio, uh, came home, uh, had the day off from school with the kiddos. Right. They, uh, they took an early President's Day weekend at the school they attend, so we had them on deck all day and just finished cooking them some dinner, hopped on the microphone with you. So, my friend, it's been uh, – I'm burning the candles at both ends today, so you, you may have to carry me to the finish line. No, it's all right. I got you. I, I've been working on the quads again, <laughs> you know, getting getting myself in shape. It's it's now training season because I've started once again the one nine hundred lose my ass challenge, which means uh, every game that I picked wrong against the spread because Bucky and I on our Sunday morning show we picked every game against spread, not cherry picking three or five like everybody right. else. No, we did them all, including Whoa. the games nobody else watched. Whoa! How how did you? Like, I, you know, I finished five hundred. Okay, yeah, I was about to ask because the slightly way, above five hundred. The way that. it should bear out, right, is if if the books are good and you're not unlucky or very lucky, depending on how you want to look at it, you should hit about fifty percent of games because that's what the line wants to do is just straddle uh, exactly what the outcomes will be. They're they're aiming for pushes, right? You know, so you just pay the vig and you walk away a, a loser of whatever money you have to pay the book to operate. Um, but but obviously one side wins and the other side wins most of the time. So you finished just a tick above 500. Yeah, just a tick above 500. I think the expected value of it is like 48.7% or something like that. But the there were weeks that were just absolute disasters, and I think we all had them. <laughs> and others where you feel like you're the smartest guy around. I went 11-5, and five, baby. And I was like, ah, oh, well, that came right back on you. So what I do is uh, five miles on a treadmill bike or on the strand here in Southern California for each of those losses. I forced myself to go back and watch the game uh, in its condensed form uh, in my Game Pass uh, channel. And then I curse about it a little bit while you see me sweating like a hog. Uh, and then five bucks for each loss also goes to charity. So wow. you know, those that have a an idea of where I should gift that money, please, uh, at Swollen Dome, let me know. That's amazing. That's a really good idea. I did something similar for uh, a give-a-thon we had in San Diego, and I am staring down the barrel of walking 50 miles in 24 hours, not looking forward to that. Uh, but okay. it's, for, it's for the kids. No, you, you got to do it, do it for the kids, they say. <laughs> it ain't about you anyway. That's what Velvet Revolver was singing years ago.
That's exactly right. That's um, it, buddy. Yeah. I, 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 the one thing about the NFL season before we move off it is this was probably the worst NFL season to, to make a bet around trying to guess which way the wind's blowing because I don't know about you, but every single, especially primetime games, uh, every time I thought I had a beat on a team that was nearing the top of the heap, was looking like an automatic, uh, that's, when, that's when the revolt began. Like that's sure. when all of a sudden everything went wrong. Well, Thursday nights were odd. Yeah. Right. We had we had a number of primetime games, thrillers, no question. And certainly for Jason and I in this time window, breaking it down live and and doing what I call the spidering effect of all right, here's the storylines that flow out of a game for fantasy purposes, for gambling purposes, and just what that team is becoming. I mean, how many times did you did you have a false start? Right, oh, where yeah. you're talking about a team, you you and Steve, while games are going on on a Sunday, Bucky and I, you know, doing the previews, and you started looking at a team going, all right, they're about to make a make a surge, and they'd go out and get absolutely blasted. Like we did that at least three times in the regular season with the eventual AFC champion Bengals, because right. that defense had some stretches during the regular season where they were dominant. Right, and they matched what Joe Burrow and the offense were doing, and then there were other times like, all right, they've now disappeared. Pass rushes disappeared from this, and I'm not even getting into Eli Apple stuff because his mom's going to come at me. So, hi, Mom. Uh, but that kind of thing. So, you know, they were just one example. And then you had just the cannibalization, and you're talking about motivation. I mean, you played in the league for years. I mean, there, there's got to be a point in the season where guys are looking around going, I just need to get through healthy. Whether yeah. it's a contract thing, whether they've got a kid on the way or a newborn at home or, you know, just family in general, making sure they're as available as they can be as you get out of what is otherwise a lost season. So that's the other thing when you're trying to make predictions and as much as you talk to people and read, you know, the reports from the beat writers, you're trying to read between the lines of where guys are and the coaches are in terms of motivation. Say nothing of any of the nonsense that may or may not have happened in Miami. Well, you know what? It's actually amazing that you brought up the fact that certain guys really are counting the days and striking them off the calendar as you're ticking down to the the final moments of your season, hoping not to get hurt at a certain point. Like, that is a real thing. I, I, I want to sort of add to that. You're, n- you're not talking about guys playing scared. You're not talking about guys sure. making business decisions and not making tackles they should or making plays they should or stepping out of bounds where they could lean into defenders for a fight for a few extra yards. That's not what I'm, I'm saying, but there's like a real fear. If you're playing for a team that's out of postseason contention and you're in a contract year and you're any kind of player, you know, if there's a future left for you in this league, the last thing you're hoping for is to be injured enough that a team is going to balk at re-signing you. A team is going to question whether or not you're going to come back as strong from that injury. It may hurt your your uh, your attractiveness on the open market as you rehab, whatever it is, a knee, an ankle, even a soft tissue tear like a hamstring or a groin. Those things can be detrimental to your pocketbook. So that's actually really I mean, you've spent a lot of time with the NFL guys. That's something that we don't talk about all that much. But when when you're coming down the stretch and you're playing for a Detroit or you're playing for a Jacksonville 
or you're playing for one of these teams that really has no shot, no life, and it's it's a month left of the NFL season, and now you add a game? Holy mackerel. I mean, there are guys out there who are running a little bit scared and just, just trying to avoid the big one, the ACL, the Achilles, you know, the, the back injury that's going to slow down their career. Those things those things are frightening. They're terrifying sometimes, given the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's the difficult part. Now you add the extra game, so you're training to that for teams that are out of playoff contention. And let's face it, we, we've now got, and Jason and I have talked about this, to some degree it's Major League Baseball with the extra wild cards. Of you got teams that are coming in the final quarter of the season that are still playing for something. And even some, some in, in rare occasions, like you had with the Jaguars, where you had guys like Trevor Lawrence just tired of being laughed at. Right. Right, right. the clown out and everything, and they were able to play spoiler against the Colts, which has such immense potential for ramifications this offseason, right? I, I was never a Carson Wentz believer, but now it looks like uh, the rest of the organization at least came on board with that. So curious to see what happens there. But that 17th game also changes the dynamics. You know, I one thing that I always took away from the Lovey Smith uh, term in Chicago and, and certainly something he continues with and now will in Houston is playing everything by quarters, Right? right. How do we do the first four weeks? That's we have to plan that first before we get ahead of ourselves of what the rest of the schedule may be. And yeah, obviously you're doing advanced scouting and game planning, and and you have your people putting together what they need to for video review and all from each week's action. But it's still just the idea of not just one game at a time, but let's take it four at a time and try to you know navigate that at three and one or try to win them yeah. all you and, just chunk it out and chunk it that way because it's easier easier to digest right like when you take a, a medication or you gotta have your kids uh, with some vegetables you got to be strategic of how you're gonna get that into their bodies <laughs> same thing here how do we get players to recognize hey you know we're still moving forward and not looking at it going oh it's only week two of 17 and we just got drummed. Right. Well, it, well, boy, I'll tell you, and I've been a part of teams where we got on the roll early and then it fizzled late or midseason and then you kind of get back to it. I've been on teams where it was no good from the word go and I've been on teams where it was all good. And and it's always easier when you're winning. There's oh, no sure. question about it. The motivation, the will, everybody knows that feeling when you're kind of well, on. Well, the hurts aren't, aren't necessarily the same either, right? No, exactly right. If you're you losing a- in a rainy game, you're feeling a lot worse than if you're on the uh, plus 20 side of things, right? <laughs> yeah, and and there's a lot less folks in the training room, and everybody's getting out of the building at the same time, and you know nobody's left on the carpet lying there. But yeah, there is there's some truth to the loser's limp, and I think we're going to see more of that down the stretch of the season. And again, not questioning anybody's toughness, not saying that anybody's going to give up on a season, not saying that anybody is going to make, quote-unquote, the business decision instead of playing out a full slate of 17. But if you're in one of those hapless situations and you're being faced with a 17 game season potentially soon to be 18 18, season holy moly man people forget because it it used to be 16 and now it's 17 games people people forget that that when when we go away from you know the tv cameras like we're we're still practicing i mean it's not i'm not saying we're out there trying to launch rockets you know nobody's saving anybody's life you know we're, sure. the, the operating tables don't come out you know we're not we're we're not doing anything uh uh world changing but you are still working 
And injuries happen at practice all the time, and you get beaten down in practice too. And thank goodness they amended the rules and how much some of these coaches are capable of putting you through on a week-in, week-out basis because I'll tell you right now, Mike, one of the culprits of shorter careers in the NFL over the years has been uh, practices, over-practicing by coaches. You know, I can't get there. Oh, I remember going to training camps and watching oh, yeah. those in full effect. Yeah, so, you know, there, there's the two parts of it, right? You don't have the same hard practices, but now you're expected to be in shape 365. Yep. Right? Yep. So so there's some trade-offs in that. We'll talk about this a little bit more because we got we got Dan Wojcicki coming up. I want to put a pin in this one because this is a, a conversation, guy that played in the league and, and yourself, Rich, that, you know, you give us a perspective that, uh, you know, the, the ham and eggers like me that, that try to ascertain and, and really figure out the psychology of it all. Uh, we can't get into. So I'll just pick, keep picking your brain. But we'll do that after we take a trip to Cleveland with our buddy Dan Wojcicki. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in. It's a big Friday night here. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with me. I'm Mike Harmon. Jason off tonight. Rich Ornberger in his stead. Our teammate here. Fox Sports Radio. Playing the league for a number of years. Played with that Brady character. Plenty of drinking stories. Uh, maybe that'll be in for hour four. Uh, maybe we'll try to replicate that, Rich. What do you say? Go out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We could uh, we could have a little uh, little chug fest in studio if uh, if that's uh, if that's something you want to pull out of the old sleeve. That's <laughs> it, cool. it used to be uh, a lot of red wine on Fridays. I, I say we kick it up a notch. There you go. We'll start dialing up the glug and <laughs> getting glug. after. Yeah, oh, baby. Oh, I miss the glug. I, I'll bring a bottle for you on Sunday. <laughs> Harmon Batch 2021 has been uh, minted. Maybe wow. our next guest would like a bottle of that as he celebrates All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. L.A. Times reporter, our friend, joins us weekly on the program. It's Dan Wojcicki at Dan Wojcicki Sports is where you find him on Twitter. Did you find me Edwards' pants, Dan? Um, I do have a funny story about those pants. Okay, good. Welcome um, in, buddy. How are you? So, <laughs> hey, guys, first of all. Um, so a bit of reporting here. A source told me. This is actually real. A source told me he wore those pants to practice because he, quote, didn't like the way the shorts fit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe a little too snug. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. True story. Hey, guys, speaking of wine, I got to tell you, so the people here in Cleveland have been very, very friendly, right? Um, because I think they just know how awful the weather is right now. Sure. And, like, and, and they, they want us to all have a good time, right? So I am currently holding in my hand a bottle of 2019 Pinot Noir from M. Sellers in the very famous Grand River, Ohio, Red Wine Valley. How great so, is guys, that? Yes, I, I will tell you. Um, maybe it would be good for some glug. Maybe I could get a hot plate in here and heat it up. There you go. See, he understood the uh, reference, too. That's the beauty of it, Rich. Yeah, I, I can't believe I was not. Um, I was recently indoctrinated to the world of glug. I had no idea no. about the star of anise and the mixture of seasoning and flavors. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. But that is the elixir of the gods. 
it is a, it's a it's a really fun way to get drunk uh, because <laughs> it's like it's it's like a little more syrupy and thicker, and it's like obviously like you're cold. It, it's um it, it's high on my list. It's because it's like you no know, one would ever you would never go to like a glug tasting. Yeah, I think I would. Right? <laughs> no, you'd go to you'd go to a, you'd go to a glug. You would just drink a bunch of glug. Like you wouldn't sip it. Like you wouldn't no, let good the glug point. breathe. Yeah, like you're there. You're there to drink the glug. No, yeah, it's you, right there in the name. It's almost like onomatopoeia. It's, there's no noise it makes when it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time you've heard that word in a long time, isn't it, Rich? So I tell me, it. tell me, Dan, uh, the the vibe yeah. there for All Star Weekend. I, I still have a problem with the fact that three quarters of the season is gone, but we stipulate to yeah, that. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty deep into this thing, are we? Well, I mean, that, um, that's just it, right? Because then you have an injury right before the All Star break. He's like, "That's going to help." Oh wait, there's only 20 games after. Yeah, it's going to really it's going to really hurt them in the second half that started in mid January. <laughs> um, no, uh, the vibe is you know, I mean, it's good. I mean, I think right, like last year, the league not having an All Star game. I mean, really, I mean, it sort of did. But it's like a you know a tree falling in the forest, right? Like it, the 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 pageantry of the All Star game wasn't there. You know, sure. you didn't see things like I saw today, like you know King's owner Vivek uh, Renadive like walking through the back of the Rocket Mortgage Center wearing a leather jacket with the logos of all thirty teams on it, like a very very bad jacket. Um, like you know, you <laughs> yeah, but that's probably like that. worth like, hundreds. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, you probably could have traded for a bunch of glugs outside the well, arena. Well, I, I know um, his, his daughter was uh, well-received at the uh, celebrity well. game. Yeah, She played very well. Um, you know, you've got, uh, like, no, it's just nice. Like, you see people, like, one of the kind of the, the neat things is, you know, for the 75th anniversary is sort of the people you, like, run into at the hotel. Um, I took an elevator down today uh, with George Mikan's son. Oh, wow. M- Mike Mikan, real name. Wow. <laughs> well... Hey, you know what? A lot of a lot of kids were named Mike about that time. I was almost a Mikey Wikey, and my parents had the good sense not to do it. But, <laughs> oh but George, God. but George, Papa George did not did not think this through. But anyways, um, it's just like you know, there, there there is obviously we're still in a pandemic and stuff like that. But there is just a a sense of of pageantry that is back. Um, it's a really fun event, and um, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, never uh, been to an All Star weekend. Don't know what that's like. Want to do that? Want to do that soon? And and I'm glad to hear that things have returned to some state of normalcy because I know that I speak for Mike when I say that was the feeling around Radio Row for the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. There was sure. kind of that 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 feeling like okay, we're back. You know, this is normal ish, normal enough. It feels right. Um, mm-hmm. So my question, though, about this NBA season is this doesn't feel like a normal NBA season because typically you have favorites emerge. You have predominating storylines emerge, and it's been scattershot the whole quote-unquote first half. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's one of two reasons, right, Rich? Um, I think that it's either, first of all, like it's right here in front of us and we're just not paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. Like last year, the Bucks and the Suns were the two best teams. They were in the finals. And, like, what do we know about this year, right? Like, the Suns are playing terrific basketball. Obviously, we'll, we'll see what happened with Chris Ball and his thumb. But the Suns are playing great, great basketball. And you have the Bucks, um, you know, who, after a little bit of a slow start, are just like, you know, and I've struggled against Portland recently. Like, mostly have been, like, sort of scorched earth. Um, a, another team that had a little bit of an injury to Pat Connaughton, but should get him back. And, you know, those are two really good teams. And it, if they met again in the finals, like, we, maybe we'll look back at them and be like, well, yeah, of course. 
You know, like it does feel that sure. way a little bit. And then I think, but but I do think secondarily, it does feel a little bit like a transition season. And, and what I mean by that is, um, you, you know, you, you've got two real failed super teams, um, a failed super team in Brooklyn, a failed super team in Los Angeles. And um, kind of in its wake, we've seen, a, um, you know, teams that were, were built different ways, a little, little, maybe a little more smartly, a little more patiently. Um, you know, you've seen Memphis kind of elevate a team that is, uh, you know, obviously hits the, hits the jackpot with a player like John Morant, but is but is drafted smart and added good players over time, and um, has kind of grown together. Um, I'd file Phoenix into that. Uh, obviously, they had Chris Paul to kind of push them over the top, but but you know that's a core that was together for multiple years. Um, you know, and then you look at, you, you look in the East, and, and and you've got, you know, we'll see what happens with Philly. We'll see what happens with Brooklyn. But the Bucks to me are a team that I believe in. I believe in their culture. And who knows? I mean, who knows about the Bolts? Um, sort of the, the the sleeper super team that if they get healthy, uh, you know, have a, have a real chance. Um, tons of talent, guys. And DeMar DeRozan has played fantastic basketball this season. Um, pretty incredible story the year he's had. And, and um, you know, so maybe it's just like a little bit of a transition here. You know, the, the teams that we thought were going to be good, we found out aren't that good. And uh, let's see who steps into that void. As we're talking with Dan Wojcicki, L.A. Times, uh, he's on the scene in Cleveland for All-Star Weekend at Dan Wojcicki Sports, where you find him on Twitter for all his missives. He's, uh, as you know, uh, fans and, and friends of the show here, uh, he, he likes a little bit of snark. So you get some of that in his tweets Two. as well. So, well, I mean, just got to call it what it is. I mean, Fair you enough. know, we, we are we are the smart-ass show of record uh, to steal <laughs> a turn of phrase. Snark feels... Actually, like a little too friendly, little little for too highbrow for is. all of this. <laughs> for yeah, maybe. maybe. But I mean, you talk about yeah. DeRozan, right? He was ranked as yeah. one of the worst uh, acquisitions by a lot of uh, pundits uh, as the season was getting underway. Uh, but the the curiosity now is Philadelphia, right? They make the move. Simmons yeah. goes over to Brooklyn, and now James Harden. Can he make? Uh, Joel Embiid happy, and can they continue the run that Embiid has been on, or will Embiid become the centerpiece of that all-time team, kind of like we did with Derek Jeter's girlfriends all those years ago? Oh, the uh, to where it's like, hey, here's all here's all the guys that had <laughs> terrible experiences playing with James Harden. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, look, right? Like, I do think. I mean, I mean we can step back and like this is now twice, right? In two years that James Harden has forced himself. Um, into a situation, a different situation. And, uh, you know, um, so expecting different results seems a little crazy. But, uh, I mean, I'm very curious to see it, certainly. And I'm mm-hmm. curious to see it in Brooklyn, too. Um, honestly, like like in the short term, it does sort of feel like both the trade made both teams better. Um, you know, Philadelphia was getting zero production. Literally. Yeah, nothing, right? <laughs> so it's sort of like they flipped Seth Curry, good player, Andre Drummond, fine player. Uh, you, you know, f- for James Harden, and that should really boost you. Now, I, I do think that there are like some actual like kind of like nerdy basketball, like let's cut some some tape type guys who feel like the fit maybe isn't as good as it might seem. But I, these are two great players, right? Like Joel Embiid is a boss. Like that guy is really really good, and, and James Harden is a guy that on the perimeter can get his shot whenever he wants. And when he's engaged, he can create for everybody else. And, and I think um, that makes Philly a really scary team. You know, they did it without having to trade Tyrese Maxey. They did it without having to trade Matisse Seibel. Like, they have they have pieces around those guys. And, 
and they're a team that I think has credible championship aspirations. So uh, fascinating trade for them. And then, look, we'll see what happens with Brooklyn. But, it, you, you know, to me, like, I think they get a player, um, at least from a basketball sense, like, they didn't really need another perimeter score, in my opinion, like, if, you know, Kyrie Irving is on the court, which is a massive if. Um, but I think, you know, now you get, now you get this crazy switchblade defender um, who, by the way, can also run an offense in full in, in, in full court and transition. So if he's getting stops and they're getting stops and getting out, is is a really good team player. Now we'll see kind of where his head is at once he gets back on the floor. But I, you know, it's a really fun midseason trade. Um, maybe it shakes up the West. Or I'm sorry, the East. It, it, it really could. Dan, you know, as long as there's a LeBron and we're talking NBA, it sort of mm-hmm. feels like we have to hit a quota at some point in an interview. Let's do it. So here it is. 10,000 words about him. So let's get okay. I, I was going to say, you got to tease that at Dan Wojcicki Sports about <laughs> LeBron. Yeah. I, I, the, the more I think about it, the more similar this this patch of his career may end up looking like the end of, of Kobe's career. You know, the idea okay. that there was a lot of Kobe. There wasn't a lot of Laker, you know, in those final seasons. It was it was, it was was a, a, a long, protracted swan song, so to speak. And, I mean, look, if you look at LeBron's stat line, every night it looks like everything's fine in Lakerland. But if you look at the records – and and the losses, it's it's not adding up. So, do you, are you seeing some similarities there too? I mean, essentially, is he going to start becoming the problem instead of solution in LA? It's interesting because I, I haven't really thought of it that way. Um, you know, I, I look at the, this Lakers, this team this year is just like, I mean, they're a team with really bad math. Um, and what I mean by that is like, you know, the contracts just ultimately at the end of the day don't make sense. Like they pay replayers, um, you, you know, the bulk of their salary cap. And if you're going to do that, like all three players have to be really, really productive and all three players haven't, um, you know, and, and that means Anthony Davis not being on the court. And that means Russell Westbrook trying to figure out how to fit in with these guys. Right. And, um, you know, like there, there are games where, where Russ has played well. And I, I've looked at the stat sheet and it's, you know, he's had 18 points and seven rebounds and seven assists. And you're like, maybe this can work. And then you realize, Oh wait a minute! Like they are paying him forty-three million dollars for that, you know, and and, and that is it, it's an issue on this team now. I, I think that one of the differences, you know, between kind of LeBron and Kobe, and we'll see how this plays out, right? Is like um, the Lakers gave Kobe Bryant a contract that no one else he was worth way more to the Lakers, sure, um, than he was to anyone else. Like, and I'm not saying I know this is not reporting. Um, I'm not saying I know anything. I am saying. That I mean, like LeBron's loyalty level to the Lakers is a little different, and vice versa, right? That mm-hmm. you know, if if this really gets bad, mm-hmm. um, like really, really bad, and maybe unselfishly bad, he might shop around a little. Uh, I mean, I mean, he, it wouldn't surprise me. He's done it before. Um, he that's why he came to the Lakers. <laughs> he like shopped or shopped his way there. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, and, and, I, and I think that is sort of the um, – we'll, we'll see if this is where he is with career. I don't know that that's true, you know. Um, and so I think that, that maybe it could feel a little differently. But, but Rich, I think to your general point, you, you know, it, it is – it's sort of the risk that they run. I, I wrote this uh, um, last week. Is, is, you know, LeBron against the Warriors uh, becomes the NBA's all-time leading scorer in regular season and playoff points. Cool stat. Not a real record, but a cool stat. 
Um, there may be a real record. It's just not what anybody talks about. And um, But, you know, eventually he will pass Kareem, right? And he's going to pass Carl Malone. And as you start to celebrate these milestones, like, ideally you're doing it in a meaningful way with the team playing well. And, you know, against the Warriors, like, they did play well, but they didn't win and sort of like, it was like you said. It was easier to to, to push the LeBron thing before the foreground because or the forefront because you, you know um, maybe it becomes a little bit more about him and, and reaching these milestones and that distracts you from the sort of mediocre record and the mediocre product that is ultimately being put on the court. The article up latimes.com NBA All Star Weekend PSA LeBron James the kid from Akron, not from Cleveland at Dan Wojcicki Sports, uh, where you can go to that. Dan, I want to let you get to that bottle of wine, but really quick, let me ask you this. Yes. In the wake of the Anthony Davis injury, just you know, just ballpark it for me uh, in how big a piece of a pie. If they go 3-7 and seven in their first 10 games after the break, does LeBron James shut it down? I don't think so. Um, for those other reasons that I just mentioned, right? Like, there's other work to be done. Um, you know, you would shut it down if you didn't have purpose, but, like, you know, catching Carl Malone, catching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not missing the playoffs, um, or you know, would be an ultimate failure. So, I, I don't think so. But you know, it's not like he's a hundred percent. He kind of told us the other day, like the knee probably Make won't sure be right to get until it the out there. Season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, the knee won't be a hundred percent until the off season. So, uh, you know, it does feel like a little bit like an escape hatch. But I mean, I think everybody. No, if they shut it down, if he shuts it down with 10 games to go, right, like nobody's going to be like, well, they didn't have LeBron for the last 10 games. Like we all saw what happened the first 72. That's absolutely right. At Dan Wojcicki Sports, where you follow him, all the coverage of All-Star Weekend from Cleveland. Stay warm, buddy. Enjoy the I'm going to get the glugging, wine. guys. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have a bottle of glug <laughs> for you when you get back, buddy. <laughs> all right, guys, be good. See you, buddy. That's Dan Wojcicki. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hopefully you're glugging it responsibly out there <laughs> in the world tonight. Mike Harmon alongside Rich Ornberger. We've coined a new turn of phrase with our buddy Dan Wojcicki a little earlier in the show. If you missed the interview or any of the other content, check out the podcast, foxsportsradio.com, wherever you get your audio. Look for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, the Friday edition with special guest star Rich Ornberger. Uh, download it, give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Evangelize. You know, it's a gift that keeps on giving to your friends and family. Don't have the uh, funds to kind of pass things along. It's better than the human fund because we actually exist. And it's still free. That's to, right. To put, push that link along. So show the love. At Ornberger on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, Dan Wojcicki, just so much fun. And glugging will now be a term that comes into our lexicon forevermore. Yeah. Dan, first of all, uh, fun assignment going out to NBA All-Star Weekend for the first time doing it the real way in a while. Because that's the other thing that I realized when we were on site at Radio Row for Super Bowl 56 was whatever we were doing, like leading into the shutdowns and coming through the pandemic and then finally getting there to uh, to the site of Radio Row and the, the media explosion that is the Super Bowl when it comes to whatever city uh, it's hosted. It, 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 whatever we were doing for those past two years was was not that. Like, it, that was... Sure. It, I mean, it, it was... 
similar but extremely different. It was very guarded. It was very disconnected. And we, we still have some of the holdovers. Uh, and I don't think necessarily that's going away from the pandemic. The idea of you're going to have more Zoom press conferences now. Folks, I mean, just get used to it. Oh, Whatever. yeah. It just opened the door to make it yeah. easier more streamlined, less security, less of those concerns. It's just just dial in at the right time. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get as many, you know, got a towel off the sweaty face in front of the locker reporter pool with Mike seven or eight at a time stuck in a a star player's face reacting to the game. It's it's going to be it's going to be a bit more calculated than that. I think moving forward, which I mean maybe that's better. Who knows? I I just know that this is is the tempo that we're going at in in reality in the real world. Yeah, I I kind of feel like we're in the toy store you know we're we're in the candy store in sports but the real world is going this way too you got a lot of people who are now doing the hybrid thing and it doesn't seem like they're going to need as much office space anymore and there's a lot of different things up in the air but these 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 all-star festivities especially for the fans members of the media to have access the way they they used to the to, to the way they are used to having it uh i think is important because it's a connection point it's an inflection point for the fans and the media and the players yeah those touch points are are definitely uh one of the hallmarks and you saw it even last week running around the nfl experience here in los angeles the big autograph stages and just that interpersonal connection we'd seen it in vegas the week before and we'll talk about pro bowls uh and all of those things uh a a little later (laughs) as as we get on uh because well i mean you got a new league that's coming back in and they've got a draft that we don't even know who's being drafted. There's no official list for the USFL draft next week, mm. Rich. So I, I can't even do a mock draft or mock the draft because I don't know who's in it. <laughs> it's bizarre. You know what? These spring leagues, they keep popping up, and I'm a fan of it. Look, I I am uh, – more more is better. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's true in every single case, but in, in the case of sports, more opportunity, more storylines. You know, you see it all the time. It'll be the one-off uh, practice squad player who cracks a lineup, and all of a sudden he has ties back to the XFL now defunct or the Alliance of American Football now you, defunct. You ever get you your know? last check? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just no, thought we- I'd throw that up. I, I knew the answer was like 98%. No chance in hell. But I, I thought th- I'd throw that up there. I don't think anybody who worked with the Alliance of American Football ever saw that final paycheck. And that's Ex- okay. Except for the guys at the top, right? Well, yeah. When Ebersol and the gang closed up the shop for good, I, I have a feeling that they did okay. There were a lot of players who didn't, but there were a lot of players who did. And, you know, kind of returning to the point, when you have more opportunities for players who are maybe unfinished proje- uh, projects coming out of college football, you know, the uncut gems, if you will. Nicely done. Uh, you will. You As will we have- got the new trailer for another Sandler <laughs> basketball movie, uh, yeah. made in production with LeBron James, who we'll be talking about in about five minutes on the show. Yeah. Uh, but to punctuate just that point, it's it's also the with the expanded season, 17 games, soon yeah. to go to 18, keeping leagues like this alive, potential feeder system even bigger no as question. we go forward. Opportunity and choices, right? Choices in life and opportunities meaning everything. He's Rich Ornberger, the man of reason. Me, I'm the lunatic, the carnival barker, Mike Harmon. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday night. Coming up next, we talk about, well, the second half of the NBA season and LeBron James. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.